Good morning. I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. Today we celebrate the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time. I'm Father John, and this podcast is meant to feed your soul and provide a moment of calm. You are a blessing and a gift. God loves you. I'm inviting you to join me every Sunday to pray and reflect on the Word and to celebrate God's love. We begin this morning with Psalm 138, 1 to 2, 2 to 3, 4 to 5, 7 to 8. In the sight of the angels, I will sing your praises, Lord. Together, in the sight of the angels, I will sing your praises, Lord. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart. For you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels, I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple and give thanks to your name. Because of your kindness and your truth, for you have made great above all things, your name and your promise. When I called, you answered me. You built up strength within me. All the kings of the earth shall give thanks to you, O Lord, when they hear the words of your mouth, and they shall sing of the ways of the Lord. Great is the glory of the Lord. Your right hand saves me. The Lord will complete what he has done for me. Your kindness, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the work of your hands. In the sight of the angels, I will sing your praises, Lord, together. In the sight of the angels, I will sing your praises, Lord. Our first reading for this fifth Sunday is taken from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 6, verses 1 to 2, 3 to 8. In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a high and lofty throne, with the train of his garment filling the temple. Seraphim were stationed above. They cried one to the other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. All the earth is filled with his glory. At the sound of that cry, the frame of the door shook, and the house was filled with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, I am doomed, for I am a man of unclean lips, living among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, holding an ember that he had taken with tongues from the altar. He touched my mouth with it and said, See, Now that this has touched your lips, your wickedness is removed, your sin purged. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Here I am, I said, send me. Our second reading is from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, Chapter 15, verse 1 to 11. I am reminding you, brothers and sisters, 
of the gospel I preach to you, which you indeed received and in which you also stand. Through it, you are also being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preach to you, unless you believed in vain, for I handed on to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. After that, Christ appeared to more than 500 brothers at once most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. After that, he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one born abnormally, he appeared to me. For I am the least of the apostles, not fit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace to me has not been ineffective. Indeed, I have toiled harder than all of them. Not I, however, but the grace of God that is with me. Therefore, whether it be I or they, so we preach, and so you believed. Our gospel today is from Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gisenaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command, I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled both boats, so that the boats were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him and likewise james and john the sons of zebedee who were partners of simon jesus said to simon do not be afraid from now on you will be catching men when they brought their boats to the shore they left everything and followed him Have you ever had a time in your life when nothing was going well? I'm picturing the fishermen going out into the water, excited about catching fish, but their excitement soon turns to depression, frustration, perhaps even anger. They've fished 
all night and caught nothing. They're cleaning their nets, maybe wondering where the next meal is going to come from. There were no fish. There won't be anything to sell and definitely nothing to eat. You know, I witnessed fishing boats out on Tillamook Bay trying to hook a Chinook. Some are lucky, but I have seen others who were out all day during the fall season and caught nothing. It's very frustrating, even for me, because I looked forward to receiving some salmon. Now what am I going to cook? Sometimes I think, why do we go through these moments of frustration and a feeling that all is lost? But then I realized that if my whole life was going well, no hardship, no difficulty, no sickness, no kidney stones, then I would not need anyone in my life. And I would not need Jesus. But my friends, we see Jesus get into the boat. Jesus enters into their struggle. He says to Simon, put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing. But at your command, I will lower the nets. That is so powerful. At your command, I will lower the nets. Simon Peter came to realize that he needed help. And in our despair and sickness and frustrations, we need to come to realize that we need Jesus. Jesus provides a miracle just for Peter, not to heal him of some infirmity, but to demonstrate his overflowing love for him. He speaks loudly through his action of this wonderful, powerful catch of fish. Jesus has a plan specific to you, specific to me. And we might not get the miracle we're looking for, but do not kid yourself. Jesus is at work in your life. I know he's at work in mine. Jesus led Simon Peter to make an act of faith. He asked him to set out into the deep and drop his net at a time when it didn't appear that there were any fish. Only by the grace of Christ, and we heard that word today in the letter to the Corinthians, grace, only by the grace of Christ is God able to redeem what humanly seems impossible. It was unbelievable. When they had done this, they caught a, a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners and the other boats to come to help them. They came and filled both boats so that the boats were in danger of sinking. It was amazing. Jesus is also calling you and, and me to, to go out into the deep, to grow in our faith, to trust in him. You know, I'm also blown away by what Simon did next. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. 
when we truly recognize the power and mercy of Jesus, we cannot help but drop to our knees. Simon recognized the fact that before he could truly respond to the Lord's call, he had to be able to acknowledge that he was a sinful man. He had to humble himself before the Lord. That's the same with us. We must be able to acknowledge, I am a sinful man. I am a sinful woman. And we must humble ourselves before the Lord. It must have been really difficult for Peter to say those words. But I think we all know that it's quite difficult for us to say them. It's quite difficult for us to, to go to the sacrament of reconciliation sometime and to be able to admit our wrongs before the Lord. However, it is necessary. We are called to gather and give praise and glory to God. We gather this day to worship the Lord of life. We're called to bow before the Lord in recognition of our sin. But you know what's interesting, my friends? Let us also lift our heads and our hearts in the comforting word. Do not be afraid. When Simon Peter caught all of those fish, he was asked to leave it all behind. What could we compare it to? You know, I came across this analogy um, that I'd like to share with you. And it said, you've been playing the lottery for years and never even won the minimum prize. And you're about to give up when you meet Jesus. And he tells you to give it one more shot with six specific numbers. Later that evening, all the numbers hit. You now are a multimillionaire. But then you get a knock on the door. It's Jesus. He's smiling and he asks you to follow him. But first, you need to set that lottery ticket down on the floor of your apartment and walk away. When I read that, I thought, yeah, that's what Simon Peter had to do. And the others, when they caught all of that fish, they were finally filled with joy of, of all that they could do now. And then they were told to really leave it all there. And Simon Peter did to follow Jesus. And he trusted in those words, do not be afraid, follow me. My friends, we're encouraged today to proclaim our faith. We're called like Simon Peter to, to give witness for Jesus, to be fishers of men and women. We're called to participate in catching people for Jesus. Follow me is the invitation to a new life and the place where we are changed and the ordinary becomes so special and wonderful. When Jesus says, I will make you fish for people, he's describing the transformation of their lives. His invitation says to us, follow me and you will bring others to Christ. Follow me and you will bring peace to a broken world. Follow me and you will help others feel and know the presence of God. Follow me is the call to forgive one another. Ultimately, following is about letting go of your own little life 
so that we can receive God's life. Following is realizing that I need Jesus. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.